Welcome to the Great Old Ones Gaming Podcast for a very special episode where we will be playing Delta Green's The Night Floors. Strap on in because this is a crazy and scary one. You will love this. Uh, we have with us today special investigators from Delta Green. We'll start with Solar J. Who are you playing today? Hello, uh, I'm playing uh, Dr. Christian Malakov. Uh, he uh, works for the uh, CDC uh, and uh, principally on early warning systems. Excellent. Next we have Gio, my twin brother. He sounds the same as I do. He will be playing which agent? Hi, my name is Arnulfo Martí. Uh, I go by the name of Santos. I, I am an art teacher and I work as DEA agent. Nice to meet you. Excellent. And finally, Nate from Lost in Time and Space, my co-host for The Great Old Ones Gaming. Which agent will you be using today? I will be Agent Robert Morgan, FBI. Mr. Robert Morgan is a 37-year-old male residing in New York City, former firefighter, and just wants to go home to his wife and kid. Excellent. Well, the three of you are minding your own business at home, doing uh, what you normally do when you get a phone call from your handler, Marcus. Agent, this is Marcus. We have a mission for the program. A girl by the name of Abigail Laura Wright is missing. They have searched her apartment and found some occult symbols all over her apartment, handwritten and taped to the walls. We think that this may have some connection to the unnatural or the occult, and we have selected you, agents, for your strengths and specialties. Dr. Markov, with your background in art and books and literature, we think this may be important as the building where Abigail has disappeared from is an art building. Everybody who lives there is an artist of some sort. Agent Santos, you also have a background in art. And being a member of the DEA, you also have experience with drugs. And there may be drugs involved in this. And Agent Robert Morgan, uh, with your skills in investigation and the occult, we find that you may be very helpful to us in this. We'll need you to fly to New York into this building and investigate immediately. If there is unnatural activity, we need for you guys to suppress it, make sure that the public does not get a hold of it. If you're able to find Abigail, please bring her back to safety, but make sure she does not expose any unnatural to the rest of the world. Do you have any questions regarding this mission? Will we have time to be briefed on it once we arrive in New York? You will, be, you will have a connection with the local police department as Abigail's father was uh, very well connected with the NYPD. Um, he actually has pulled some strings to kind of push a stronger investigation that was originally necessary for this, and uh, they will definitely work with you in regards to this. The, you will be going in under the guise of FBI agents. Her credit card was used out of state, although... We do not know if there's a connection here or not. So because of this, we are granted the ability to go under the guise of FBI agents. Make sure you don't blow your cover. But uh, you, the investigation is in your hands and you have full jurisdiction right now. 
Do we know what state it was used in? Her credit card? Her credit card was used in Maryland. Maryland. Okay. Does it? Mm-hmm. Is there any more particular information about her credit card history that we can find out about? Oh, well, it wasn't used for several days, and um, then it just appeared and was used in a in a grocery store in Maryland. But that's that's really all we know. You guys uh, can probably look into her credit card statements for uh, for more information. Are we going to get briefed when we go? Um go over there or do we do we know any what Laura was working on um with regards to Delta Green or is that classified? When when you arrive in New York, uh you will be able to speak with the police department and get caught up on everything that they found from the investigation. So you will be briefed in terms of that. Abigail was not involved with Delta Green. Oh, but sorry. the police did find some occult symbols in her apartment and that's why uh someone within the NYPD who is a friendly to the program has uh, notified us that this is possibly somehow connected to the unnatural. Would I potentially have any connections to this person in the NYPD being former uh, New York City firefighters? If you have them listed as bonds. Otherwise, they're passive. Like, you might know of them, but you don't necessarily have a connection, per se. All right. Any other questions, agents? Excellent. Well, as your handler, um, you can contact me at any time. I'll give you my number. But please only ask me for things that are important or pertinent and only to to request things that are within my within my purview. All right. And with that, you guys fly into New York. It is um, it is August right now, um, August 10th. And uh, you fly into New York. You arrive uh, early afternoon. Uh, you checked into the hotel. You leave your bags and you immediately head out to the police department. Um, at this point, it's up to you where you want to go. Do you want to be briefed with the police department or do you want to go straight to the building? I want to go to the police department and find out more information. I'd agree with Robert on that one. Me too. Let's go. Okay, so uh, when you arrive at the police department, uh, Nassau County Police Department, uh, you notice uh, a man standing there kind of directing people and he is dressed in a police uniform, um, but he seems overly bossy. And he turns around and says, oh, FBI, thank, thank goodness for you guys. You're here to help with my daughter's disappearance, aren't you? Yes, what's, what seems to be the issue? Can you brief us on what you know? Yes, uh, Abigail had been living in Manhattan for, I don't know, seven years or so, and she seemed to be getting along well. And in fact, uh, she as an as a up-and-coming artist of uh, you know she struggled for a bit but then came across uh, a uh, basically a windfall uh, she found a client that bought a bunch of her pieces and uh, was able to to save up quite a bit of money and end up moving into this apartment uh, built this apartment at the McAllister building um, you know so she she was kind of sending her art to the uh, the Mercury which is a little art gallery in town and uh, she, she kind of lived in this building for about six gallery. Years. Can you say that again? Sorry to interrupt. Uh, the Mercury, like Freddie Mercury. Gotcha. Continue. I apologize. Yeah. So then uh, she, she took six months. Uh, you know, she she paid six months of rent at the at the building. And uh, a few a few days uh, uh, in June, a few days into June, I. 
you know, I tried reaching her and I couldn't, I couldn't reach her. Um, so we, I, I sent the police. I started getting nervous. Uh, and we found just some crazy stuff in her apartment. It's still there. We have not moved it. We figured the FBI might want to take a look at it. Uh, but she, it's not like her to, to have this apartment in this condition. She was very neat. She was very orderly. Um, it just doesn't make any sense. Maybe she, she got involved with the wrong people? I, I don't know. Did you file a missing persons report? Well, yeah. I mean, as a police officer, I got the police involved right away. And, uh, of course, I filed a missing persons report. I mean, it, it just it just doesn't make any sense. I, I wonder if, if there was some kind of foul play. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's crazy. A couple months later, her credit card was used in, in Maryland and... You know, that, that makes me think that some kind of drug dealer maybe got a hold of a credit card. Why, where, where was this <sighs> Please tell me you're going to be able me. to find her. Where, where was where she used well, the credit card? Well, uh, it, it was used in, in Patience, Patience, Maryland. We went to the we, we, we went to the police department over there and uh, they looked into it. They couldn't find any video footage at the, at the little convenience store. But when was your last contact with with uh, Abigail? Um, I, I would say it was probably sometime in May. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to assume, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to try and remember here. Or maybe, maybe it was April. It was sometime between April and May. And did she give any indication that there was anything awry? No, no, not at all. Um, everything was great. She sold these art pieces. She was really happy. She, you know, she thought that she was finally going to make it. Uh, you know how hard it is for, for artists. And, well, she, she was very optimistic. I, I seriously doubt she'd get into some kind of drug problem when she's so happy. Hey, tell me, what you know about this the guy who bought the art pieces? Oh, it, it wasn't a particular guy. It was an art gallery. Uh, they bought 15 art pieces from her. Did you question the art gallery? Yes, of course we did. And I, I don't like your tone, Agent. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm just... I'm just a little worried here, and I don't mean to come across like I'm jumping on you, but yeah, of course we interviewed them. They, there seemed to be nothing wrong with them. They bought the pieces, and I don't know, they were expecting more from her, but they, they didn't have any additional contact after that. Did she make any new friends uh, when she moved into her apartment? Well, um, she didn't really mention any boyfriends or anything. She... You know, she was friendly with a couple of her neighbors, but uh, nothing nothing that was, uh, you know, like hanging out every day or, or anything of the sort that I know of. Wait, I still have questions with the art gallery, man. Why don't you give me their address okay. so I can go see what kind of art they buy? What, was it a sculpture? Was it a painting? Um, they, they buy paintings, and um, yeah, yeah, they, uh, I can give you their address, no problem. Maybe you guys can find something more than that, than we were able to. Can we also have the information of the people you contacted at the art gallery as well so that we can follow up with them? Absolutely. Uh, here's the information. And uh, so he gives you the information of the people that work at the art gallery. Do you have any information about the type of art um, that she was um, painting? Uh... Subject matter. Um, yeah. Oh, the subject matter. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was kind of uh, hyper realistic, uh, you know, normal stuff. Hmm. 
Okay. Did she like portraits or landscapes or? No, just you know, different. It wasn't landscapes or portraits. It was hyper realistic. It was uh, paintings that uh, that were popping out of the of the canvases. It, she was really talented. Oh God! And I say was like she's gone already. She she is. She's very talented. Please find my little girl. Can you draw us any of the symbols offhand that you found in the apartment? Um. Uh, yeah, I, there were so many. There was so much stuff. You don't understand. That's what's the weirdest thing about this. But uh, there was one that was just the very, very, very regular. Um, and I'll uh, I'll go ahead and draw it for you. Um, okay. What is everybody's occult skill at? Uh, I know that. I have uh, a fifty. Fifty. Oh, wow. So okay. I got a twenty. I've got twenty as well. Okay, so you guys, you guys uh, with the twenty, you recognize that this uh, this symbol is definitely something that Delta Green has possibly dealt with before, but you can't quite put your finger on it. Um, but Robert Morgan is very quick to yeah i mean it kind of shocks you for a minute uh because it is a sign that is very common with the king in yellow we must go to this apartment immediately forget the art gallery let's investigate the apartment first and go to the art gallery later this is interesting i i take the drawing abruptly from his hand and continue to study it intently please find my little girl please keep me up to date with any new findings that you have promise sure. me Absolutely, of course. May I have your phone numbers? Yeah, I'll give him mine. Yeah, I, I jot down my number on a on a piece of paper and hand it to him. All right. So where to? You guys all going to the apartment? I think I'm going to go to the art gallery just to get a closer look, take some pictures of her artwork. Mm. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, my specialty is in uh, realism and fine art. Uh, if if I see the pictures, that's probably uh, good enough. Um, sounds like there's a lot going on at the apartment. Guided by my teammates. Yeah, I think I've got a potential so, lead here. I'm, I'm happy to go either way. Who's going to the art gallery and who's who's going to the apartment building? I'd say we only need one person over at the art gallery. I'm just going to take the picture. The yeah. two people investigate the apartment, I think, would be more beneficial. Yes. Okay, so between the police station and your first foray into this investigation, it's going to be your three hour, first three-hour block. So we'll go ahead and split this. Um, Arnolfo, we'll start with you at the art gallery. Okay. So you arrive at the art gallery, and it's a it's a tiny gallery in New York City, but uh, the the pieces seem really really well done. Uh, and the the snooty attendant kind of walks up to you and says, "Hello." How are you doing, man? How may I be of assistance? Yes, I, I, from, uh, I have some question about some of your artwork here. I, I have some question for you. Yes, which one sparked your interest the most? You know, uh, this, this painter, Abigail Wright. Yes, she's an up and coming. Well, was up and coming. <laughs> uh, she did some fantastic work and then just disappeared. I think it would actually help to bring the value of her pieces up. Quite, uh, quite an interesting story. Oh, when the last time you communicate with her? Well, we've been trying to reach her to get some more pieces. I mean, as you can see, we've only got two pieces left. We sold thirteen of them in just a few months. Okay. 
Let me take you over here to the side. I want to show you something. Here, look. Yes. I'm an FBI agent. I have. We're following up on her disappearance. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, yes, God. So I want to ask the you. The FBI. Oh, yes, yes. I, we have some question because uh, it's, it seemed very strange. She up and coming and she is selling all these arms and suddenly she's gone. So what, what specific yes, was the last time you talked to her? Oh, goodness. Oh, um, well, uh, we purchased the paintings. Um, oh, we, we purchased the paintings. Uh, it was in, in March. I believe it was in March. And then we tried to reach her about uh, May, and uh, we, we just couldn't get a hold of her. Mm. I see. Okay. Well, can you show me around? Show me some some of the paintings. Is okay if I take some picture? Yeah, yeah. There's only two left. Um, so she, he takes you around, and there's nothing out of the ordinary about these. They're hyper realistic images of like fruits and like you know some some other interesting. Like one is like of a just a plant with a praying mantis. It looks really really neat because it looks very very well done. Mm. And I don't see the one. With the symbol. No, there's no... So, the symbols were only found in her apartment. There was no indication oh, of those oh, symbols okay. in any of her artwork. Yeah. Okay. So, how many... Let me ask you, Chopkeeper. How many uh, paintings total she got sold to you? Fifteen. Wow, so you sold thirteen of them. Do you have a list of all the people you sold them to? Uh, I can I can get that... Gather that up for you. It might take a, an hour or so. Okay, I'm waiting for it. I'll be looking around meanwhile. Okay, so uh, he does gather up the list and he gives it to you. And um, you, I'm assuming you're gonna call up all these people. Uh, yeah, first I'm gonna call the team. Okay. Yeah, what did you find? Yes, yeah, so she sold 15 paintings to the gallery, and. They already sold 13 of them to, to individual buyer. Oh, wow. So we're going to have to do some searching. We want to look at them further, but I only got two two of the paintings. I got pictures. 13? And in what span of time? They they bought them in March, and they were already calling her for uh, more painting in May. So within two months, they sold already all those. So that's, just to clarify... In May, they, they asked her for more, or they wanted to ask her for more, but they didn't sell all 13 by May. They've sold all 13 up to this point, which we're in August right now, so between March and August. In under a year, they sold 13 paintings? Chubkeeper, while well, I'm on the phone with them, Chubkeeper, how much do one of these go for? Oh, I mean, it just depends on the on the painting, but one of uh, Abigail's, uh, uh -huh. anywhere bet between, you know, 100 to 500 certainly a popular artist all right we'll, fl we'll flip to you guys your three-hour block so you guys arrive at the apartment at the McAllister building from the outside when you pull up there's parking just on the sides and it's like toll parking so you have to pay to park um, there are just a few cars kind of parked outside there's not uh, there's quite a few empty spots the building itself is kind of an older building it's it's almost like a, a castle replica <laughs> um with complete with like a the entrance is almost like a portcullis um so as you walk up to the building and uh, 
the building seems, you know, just old, but uh, seems normal in, in the neighborhood, uh, fits in decently. Uh, and when you walk in, uh, you notice, or before you walk in, you notice that there are four apartments listed per floor on when you ring the bell to be allowed in. And there doesn't seem to be any kind of lobby attendant. But now you guys have access to enter the building. Uh, the police were able to give you an access key that they got from the apartment managers. And so you're able to go inside. When you walk in, the lobby is marble floored. It's a kind of a large lobby, but there's there's no particular waiting area, no furniture. Uh, there are some mailboxes kind of just lined along the side of the wall. And then two stairs, two stairways, one on your left, one on your right at the far end of the room. And they kind of just go up. Can and I inspect the, the, the mailboxes and gather the names of the residents in the building? Yes. So are you taking notes? Do you want me to give you the names? Yeah. Okay. So um, you see apartment B20 is Thomas Manuel. Apartment B40 is Roger Karen, C-A-R-U-N, apartment B-30 is Abigail Laura Wright, uh, apartment C-10, Michelle Van Fitz, V-A-N-F-I-T-Z, apartment C-40, Lewis Post. There seems to be no tenants listed for the third floor, the apartments that start with the letter D, D-10 through D-40. This seems to be Very the third strange. floor is empty. Um, there's a door at the far end uh, of the lobby, uh, which looks like some kind of storage closet or maybe a, a stairway down uh, and into some kind of storage facility. The stairways on the on the left and right also have a way down, uh, which which go down to the basement of the building. Uh, you as you inspect the mailboxes, what is your alertness at? I have a fifty. Uh, 20 okay. base. Well, um, okay. Or, or forensics, if you have a higher forensics. Um, so with, with a 50, it's, it's good enough. Um, basically you notice since you were inspecting the mailboxes that they all seem to be bulging. Mm. Abigail's in particular is like, there's As if mail, like they're like, stuffed full of from, mail. Stuff full of mail, yep. Okay. Um question two. Are they are they mailboxes that are loaded from the back or are they lo- unlocked with a key and loaded in from the front? Unlocked with a key and loaded in from the front. Okay. Um Is there anyone else that I can see other than Mr. Malikoff? No, the lobby's empty. Um Doctor, keep a lookout. I'd like to pick the lock. <laughs> on Abigail's mailbox. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll watch the um, doors on the stairs. Yeah, tell me what your dexterity is at. Your, your dexterity times five. My dex times five is sixty. Okay. Sorry, fifty-five. Yeah, you're able to pick the lock. That's good enough. Um, you're able to just you don't even need to pick the lock to be honest. You just kind of wiggle uh, an object in the little door and it pops open it's so stuffed okay uh yeah i'm gonna rifle through all the mail okay um so it's a lot of mail so it might take your three hour block if you want to just do that right now okay i'll just hold on to it for now and then we'll go into the apartment okay 
But through a brief skim, it seems like a, a lot of our advertisements and bills. Okay. Typical junk mail. And some say past due. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. She said... Her father said that she'd paid her rent six months ahead of time, but yet her utilities are past due. Hmm. That was when she sold her paintings in March. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so she's... Her rent's paid up. But yeah, I'm just gonna kind of stuff those into my windbreaker and... Can I use my intelligence to roughly work out how stuffed the other mailboxes are to maybe the other tenants are also absent? Yeah, um, so kind of, kind of feeling them out, uh, you do, you do notice that they're all just stuffed. Like, there, no, no more mail is fitting inside these mailboxes. Only the ones that are Occupied, not the empty apartments. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'll be surprised if we find anyone home. It certainly doesn't hurt to check, though. Let's let's continue inside. Okay, so you guys uh, go inside. Where are you going? Which apartment? We'll start with Abigail's. Okay, so uh, as soon as you go up the stairway, uh, it's really the. The lobby and then the first floor, right? So the apartments that start with the B. Uh, so her apartment is apartment B30. Alright. Is there anything uh, that we you, notice on the door? You see, well, there's police tape on the door. There's no there's no um, signs of forcible entry. And it, the door does not look disturbed at all. It, it's worn, you know, just normal wear and tear because it's an old building. Mm -hmm. uh, but you do not necessarily find any kind of indication that it was broken into. Do we hear any noise coming from any of the other apartments in the hallway? Um, no. You hear... Yeah, no. No no noises at all. That's creepy. Mm. Mm -hmm. And this is the middle of... We're, we're in here in the middle of the day, right? Yeah. It's two in the afternoon right now. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. That's creepy. <laughs> Alright. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and slowly eke the door open. So, as soon as you swing that door open, you are shocked at what you see. I mean, the apartment is... It's been emptied, except for thousands of little pieces of paper with writing and drawings and also, like, clippings from the newspaper and clippings from books and, and all this stuff, all taped and glued to the wall the floor, and the ceiling. On the ground, there's really only like pieces of just random items. There's mannequin arms. There's old wheelchairs that look like they're from the early 1900s. Um, really strange stuff. Eyeglasses that just look old and broken. Is there any is, is there any area where it looks like she's been doing the painting? A studio area, or is it just paper everywhere? No. There is no indication that the person who lived here was any kind of artist at all hmm. the, in fact that so the rug has been ripped up and, and like <laughs> ripped off the ground there's no rug it's just raw raw floor with paper all stuck to it um like glued yeah. onto it or just like scattered all over the floor uh well when you try to pick it up you notice it is glued on and in fact it's it's glued on clearly with some kind of epoxy it's not just like artist glue or anything 
So clearly whoever lived here intended for these to be here. That's fucking weird. Um, so what do we notice on the pieces of paper, particularly? Um, so there's, there's just random writing. Random writing, uh, random words. Things that just don't make sense, uh, at all. Does, does the writing flow in any sort of direction? Maybe the lines of the right, or is it just, just crossing in all directions? It is madness. It's, it's pure madness, but you can spend some time kind of rifling through it and see if you can make some sense mm -hmm. out of it. It will take a three hour block, uh, to start. It, this is something that will, it's so much stuff. Mm. It could take days to completely go through all the stuff. But you, you think you might be able to find something if you if you kind of sit down and go through it. Yeah, I mean, I've got um, I've got a bureaucracy of forty, and uh, mathematics is my one of my specialties. So, I, I, if there is any patterns there, I, I think I might be able to find them. I don't know if uh, Roger, you you want to see if the other um, uh, tenants are in. Hmm, that's not a bad idea. Sure. Hmm. So I'll I'll step outside for the time being, and I'll knock on apartment B twenty. So just to be clear, uh, Doctor, you will be going through some of the paperwork. Yeah, I'll I'll spend all the time focusing on trying to pull that together. I'm gonna go to apartment B twenty and knock on the door. Okay. FBI, yes, I'm coming! I'm coming! The door opens. Oh, hey! It's a it's he's a short man. Um, he's got a luxurious black hair in a ponytail. He's got red tinted glasses. Uh, he's he looks like um, he's a little withdrawn, you know. Um, and he says, uh, "Well, uh, what can I do for you?" I'm here investigating the disappearance of your. Of your neighbor over over the other way there, uh, Mrs. Abigail Wright. Do you are you willing to give some information into this investigation? Oh, you're you're searching for Abigail. Yes. Um. Hmm. Well. Uh. Yeah. Uh. We we spoke often. Uh. She she was a great girl. Uh, Laura, I called her. <laughs> oh, Laura, I do miss her. Uh. Well. Uh. I don't. I don't know much. I told the police I don't know much. Well, I'm not exactly the police, so may I step inside and have a conversation for a minute? Oh, sure, sure. How rude of me. Uh, uh, my manners sometimes leave me. Let, let Let me let you in. So he lets you into the apartment. Um, his apartment is austere. Like there's no art. There's no. Uh, books on art. There's nothing, and you know this building is the McAllister building, as the the police told you, is a building for artists. Uh, so um, it looks like a like a cheap motel suite. <laughs> There's like no feeling of comfort. It's just like very very bare bones. Very uh, yeah. I mean it's it looks bizarre for someone like this. Am I able to see? Um, just kind of like quickly walking through the apartment. Am I able to see if he picked up his mail? Uh, you don't see any mail lying around. 
no, you, you don't see any, any mail lying around. Um, now, if you, um, let me look at your search. Okay. So, um, you do notice uh, the apartment um, does have, like, some stereo equipment. Like, looks pretty expensive stereo equipment. Uh, kind of just sitting in the corner. And there's, like, a couch next to where the stereo equipment is, some headphones. But that's... That's really all you notice on there. Uh, there's there's really nothing else in the apartment. So he says, um, "Well, uh, I mean, what what are the questions can I answer for for the FBI then?" Are you familiar with any of uh, Laura's art? I know she was she was very very talented. Uh, yeah, she was talented. Mm-hmm. This building is known for being a haven for artists. Yet I don't really see much creative inspiration mm, yes. barring the stereo in the corner there uh what's what's a bit of your story oh <laughs> well uh it's a it's a gift from my parents uh yeah so i you know i like to keep it there you, you know it's kind it. of like a memento uh, i i use it once in a while you know uh but uh yeah it's just a gift to... hmm. well uh when was the last time you saw Abigail? Ooh, um, I think uh, it was late May, maybe around the twenty eighth, the twentieth of May. Late May, something like yeah. that. The twentieth, twentieth of May. Mm-hmm. And had had you had noticed anything strange going on, or hear any strange noises going on in the apartment before then? No, no. And what about your other neighbors? Are they friends with Abigail like you are, or...? Oh, I think I was, like, maybe her best friend here. Uh, I, I think that I'm, I'm more understanding, you know, of, of, of artists. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, no one was on bad terms with her, if that's what you're asking. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you this, Mr. Manuel. Um, it's just, it's just strange. You know, she hasn't been around for months and months, yet someone has, you know, recently collected her mail, yet, you know, from the looks of it, all the mailboxes downstairs were full. And I frankly don't see you grabbing any of your mail. My mail? What? Trying right? to dodge some bills? Oh, I'm not trying to look through your mail, or just trying to collect some information. Trying to see who lives in the building, and just happened to notice that all the boxes seem to huh. be bulging full. Huh. I mean, I, I can't remember if, if I checked it, but uh, I don't remember. I don't remember it being that full when I when I checked it last. Oh, golly, oh. I, I can't remember when when was the last time. But yeah, I'll go, I'll go check it. I just I just didn't realize. But uh, maybe the mailman was holding on to everybody's mail, huh, and just stuffed it all recently. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Can- Am I able to detect any sort of uh, strange behavior while he's talking? I kind of um, get like you're pretty good at reading people. With yeah, your human is eighty percent, so you're pretty good at reading people. You're you're kind of getting that he's being honest with you. Okay. Hmm. Well, um, officer or or agent, I don't know what to call you. Uh, is there anything else that that I can help you with or? Gotta get back to my work. Gotta, if you happen gotta, to see Abigail or have any other information you want to share with me, just contact me at this number. I'd 
Hand him the police chief's number. Not actually giving him my own. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. I hope you find her. Thanks, and thanks for your time. Walk out the door. So, Doctor, you're still you're still looking through the stuff. Um, you do notice a map of the building uh, that ca- that catches your eye as you're kind of taking everything in. Um, it seems like it's an architectural plant floor plan to the building, and there are X's marking closets, and oh, right. some of the closets are marked up with like scrawled notes that say like door on seven twelve. And roses and butter, man with briefcase and white shoes. And uh, doors have been drawn on the edges of the map with pen with markings like Mr. Castain and the parlor. They don't seem to make much sense, though. This is really odd. Um, I, 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 my my memory's pretty, pretty good in terms of um, holding information, but I, I'll make some shorthand notes um, of the of the floor plan. Um, uh, so that I can share it with my colleagues. Is um, uh, this is really strange. So where where's the closest closet uh, in relation to that map? Um, it'd be in that apartment, in her apartment. Oh, right. So um, yeah, I'll uh, I'll um, I'll have a look at the. I'll not open it. I'll just have a look at that uh, closet. It seems like a normal closet, but even in the closet, there's just pieces of paper just everywhere, glued to the to the walls, and it's a small little walk-in closet, but uh, nothing else seems out of place other than, you know, the, the clearly bizarre pieces of paper. Okay, I'm going to tentatively open the closet. Yeah, n- nothing else inside, just inside the closet walls, though, in the walk-in closet, there are pieces of paper kind of just all over the walls and ceiling still uh, and what does the the note the map say about this closet particularly um in that uh, in that one it says uh that's the one that says man with briefcase and white shoes <laughs> okay um i think i i'll I've obviously spent a bit of time uh, sifting through all this. I'll go out um, into the corridor and see if I can find Roger. Okay. And, um, yep, Robert Robert is finishing Sorry, up Robert. with um, his interview. And um, Mr. Arnolfo is arriving from the art gallery. The three of you are, are back together at the lobby of the McAllister building. It is now, say, 5 o'clock. All gathered a bit of different information here. Um, yeah, it seems it seems that nothing nefarious was going on, or at least to the observation of her neighbors. So, whatever they were doing, they were doing it at least quietly enough, or late enough into the evening to not be noticed. Yeah, the the room is an absolute mess, but there seems to be some sort of map focusing on the closets um, within the building and some bizarre connections with a man in a briefcase and uh, roses uh, in butter um, and 
doors on the 7th and 12th. Uh, I'm not really sure what all this references to, but uh, the closets seem like a, a focal point for whatever um, whatever took hold of Abigail or whoever put those notes there. Hmm. I saw this on a Scooby-Doo. There may be secret doors behind the closet. Yeah, well this isn't fucking Scooby-Doo, so we'll have to figure this shit out for real. <laughs> well, I have a, a list of 13 people who bought the paintings that we need to investigate them. And now you're telling me that there's nobody listed on the on the fourth floor of the, of the McAllister building. No, and it's very strange. Did you go There's upstairs? no fourth floor. There's the building only has three floors. Oh, not the, counting the not counting the lobby floor, you know. The D D apartment. That there is a whole floor without any tenants listed, uh, and certainly the map uh, indicated that there were some closets on D floor, if uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yet all the tenants have been receiving mail and not getting it. I don't necessarily believe this this Mister Manual. For saying that he just forgot. Seems very strange to forget for such a long period of time. You don't think he was lying, uh, Robert? I don't think he was lying, but I don't think he necessarily knows the own truth. Meaning, I think he probably believes what he's saying, but I don't think he has the full picture. Right. And and what about these... Um, uh, Santos, what about these uh, um, buyers? Do, is there any... Have we... You got any connection between the buyers? Is there a buyer that's bought more than one painting? Well, I have the list here. We we need to review it and call them all and see if we get any leads. Did we go and try to knock on any of the D apartment? No, but I think I want to come back here tomorrow and continue to investigate. Yeah, it is past five o'clock, so we should. I yeah. guess we can uh, go home and start making some calls on mm. these people. About yeah. the painting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sure my wife's going to be pissed by the time I get home. <laughs> Go and change little Tommy's diapers. But yeah, let's let's regroup tomorrow morning and and see what we uh, see what we can find in this apartment. Okay. Okay. So you guys are going back to the hotel. Yeah. I live in town, so I'm actually going to yeah. go back home for the night. I mean, I, I, I don't have any, uh, yeah. I don't have any particular connections, but uh, I don't fancy rooting around an apartment uh, building without uh, some sort of backup. <laughs> and daylight. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Also daylight. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. So we go home. All right. So you guys. You guys go home, you go to the hotel. Um, are you doing any work at all online or uh, legwork with phone calls uh, the rest of the evening? Yeah, I'll, I'll start calling all these people. Yeah, I'll, I'll join in and, uh, and call some as well. Am I able to do any research under the strange um, symbol that uh, the, the police officer gave to us earlier in the day? Is it yes. So I, yeah, um, I'd like to do research you... on that. You are you are able to find some conspiracy websites uh, that have the symbol listed, and they all seem to point towards some mysterious king in yellow, otherwise known as Haster. And uh, 
yeah, the, apparently this this being, uh, the rumor is that he rules over some kind of extra dimensional uh, world called Carcosa. But that's uh, that's pretty much the gist of what you're able to find. Uh, you're not quite sure. You're, you're familiar with the with the King in Yellow stuff, but from the official stuff that you know about from Delta Green, you don't know that much. Like the all the websites that you've you visited are pretty much conspiracy websites. So take it with a grain of salt. And the you guys, uh, the other two agents uh, who are doing the calling of the buyers of the paintings um they're all dead ends uh you interview them on the phone you get a hold of most of them and none of them uh, stand out as uh, being suspicious in any way the transactions were just uh, transactions uh not a single one of these people knew who abigail was they just liked the artwork hmm can can I have a closer look at the um photographs that uh, santos took yeah uh there, there's just two paintings. They're hyper-realistic paintings, and there's there's nothing out of the ordinary about them. They look like a typical, uh, you know, hyper-realistic painting. Hmm. Okay. So I've got nothing extra to add. I'm afraid, team. Uh, it's look like standard art pieces, um, although very well done. All right. So next morning, uh, what time are you guys meeting for breakfast? I get up at four thirty in the morning to go for a run. So. So whatever time they're up, I'll be there. Uh, be ready by 6.30. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. All right, so 6.30, you begin. And uh, what is your first move? To order some bacon and some avocado toast. Disgusting. There's an avocado shortage. Sorry. <laughs> Don't knock it till you tried it, man. My guy's also like in his full bike gear, you know. He's one of those guys. Oh, <laughs> I I going to the front desk and I'm going to ask the innkeeper if he had a machete. <laughs> oh, I, we're, we're waking up so in a minute, well. right? <laughs> <laughs> he means he needs a coffee. Something to cut through the sleepiness. Yeah. I'll, I'll just have cool. the blandest so thing on the menu. Uh, what is so? Let's say you're done. <laughs> blandest thing. One egg poached. <laughs> no salt. Uh, yeah. No yellow, just the white. Yeah. 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 All white. Whites with no salt. Gross. <laughs> Don't knock it till you tried it. <laughs> well, I'm ready to go. Right. Yeah, um, let's, let's get out of here. After my hearty breakfast. I'll cover the bill and then we'll get out of here. Oh, that's generous. So what are we going to do? We're going to interview some of the other tenants? If you want to. I'm going to spend my time looking into the apartment itself, I think. I think the neighbors are going to be a bit of a dead end. Yeah, well, we definitely there's definitely lots to see in the apartment. I I, I really uh, we I think we need to work out why um, Abigail was focused on those um, cupboards and wardrobes. Mm -hmm. Maybe okay. there's something else that we can get. Maybe a set of keys or. Mm. So everybody's going to the McAllister building. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's say it's seven thirty. Seven thirty. Your first three-hour block begins. So uh, we'll start with uh, Nate. What are you up to? 
So I'm gonna walk into the apartment building and and I'm gonna continue to look for strange occult symbols throughout the apartment. Okay. Um. So you'll start with the basement. The basement seems to be some kind of storage area. Uh, there is a table down there. Um, it seems to be used regularly, but there's no, there's nothing else uh, that of interest. There are no occult symbols. You Is continue on through on the, the table? you're just going through the hallways of the building? No. Okay. Um, yeah, so let's, I'll walk up back upstairs and then continue throughout the rest of the apartment. So you continue up through the hallways. There are no symbols at all on any floor. Uh, the third floor seems fairly, fairly abandoned, although, um, it's clear that people have walked through the third floor recently. Mm-hmm. Strange. Um, so, Robert Morgan, what else, what else are you doing? Um, is there a computer or a phone or a tablet or something in the apartment that I can potentially turn on and rifle through? In, in Abigail's apartment? Yes. Uh, No. There, there are no electronic devices in her apartment at all. Um, Okay. Yeah. Um... I'm going to take the time then to call back the our connection at the NYPD and ask him if there was anything taken from the apartment, like a computer or a tablet or some sort of electronic device that I can potentially rifle through. We don't know that she owned anything of the sort, but we are assuming that... It- she did. I mean, most artists do have some kind of an iPad or an iPhone or something. Well, he mentioned earlier that the last contact he had was in May and tried calling her, so I would assume that if he's calling her, he has a, she has a phone. Correct? Yeah, but since she's missing, we're assuming that maybe it's with her. Um, we, we have no reason to believe that it was particularly taken from from the scene or from her directly. Are we able to trace the phone? Um, we've tried contacting the cell phone company, and the the sig- last signal was at the McAllister building. That was the last ping off the cell site. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess that's that'll be what I do with my time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's fucking weird. All right. <laughs> uh, Doctor and yeah. Santos, who are you going to go see? Uh, we've got, who have we got on my list? Uh, we've got Roger Curran, uh, Michelle, and Lewis Post. Um, um, so it's only Roger on B floor. So, shall I go and see Roger? And uh, Santos, do you want to see the other two? Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that. Okay. So I'll go up All to Doctor. Right, we'll um, um, yeah. So you knock on the door, and yeah, first thing in the morning, but uh, Roger Karen opens the door. Uh, he's uh, you actually. What is your anthropology score? Oh, it's not very good. Zero. <laughs> Zero. Okay. Um, what about your art? What type of art are you 
um, good it, with? Uh, realism and fine art, but it's just a um, sort of a background interest. Uh, so I was twenty. Okay, all right. Uh, so he he opens the door. Uh, his hair is kind of askew and uh, seems very soft spoken and a little messy, you know. Uh, so he he opens the door and says, "Yes, how may I help you?" Uh, hello, Mr. Karen. Um, my name's Dr. Malakov, FBI agent. I'm just uh, investigating. Um, uh, I don't know if you're aware, Abigail uh, Wright has um, just gone missing, and we're just trying to find her whereabouts. Oh, yes, I've heard about her disappearance. Quite the shame. Sorry for the barking, guys. Quite the shame. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, any any leads? Have you found anything about her? Um, we're we're trying to piece all the info information together, but uh, I wonder if you could contribute uh, in any way. Well, uh, I I don't know. I I don't know what to tell you. Um, I didn't know her very well. Um. I'm very busy, man. You know, I'm I'm a writer, and famous. I'm sure you've heard of my works. Isn't that right? Um, uh, could you familiarize me the with the Night Sea series? Right. Okay. Um, the Night Sea series. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I'm not you've sure. You've never heard of it. No. You, you unfortunately have not. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was rolling with it, but um. So um. Yeah. Um, Mr. Karen, you, you, you obviously spend a, a lot of time with your writing. What sort of interaction did you have with Mrs. Wright uh, on the occasion that you did see her? Well, the same interaction that um, neighbors have. Uh, mm -hmm. We said hello and we walked by. And, uh, that's it. Uh, nothing unusual? Nothing, nothing much else, really. Mm -hmm. uh, no, I didn't know her very well. Uh, you know, again, I'm very busy, so I tend to keep with myself. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm, uh, is he just at the front door? Can I see in his apartment while he's talking? Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he, his apartment is um, same. Like, there's there are books. There's a bookshelf. Uh, there are books that he's written, um, but uh, seems very like cold and non-inviting. Mm. Okay. If that makes any sense. And I can see a, a writing desk or um there is a there is a writing desk. Um mm. and uh but there's no and there's like a computer, like a laptop. Mm -hmm. Um and yeah, so clearly since he's a writer, he's it's probably the laptop that mm. he works on. Uh, is um his hair's a little messed up, and he's mm -hmm. like, his shoes are a little dirty. Mm -hmm. um, the the place is not the neatest place, but it's not quite the the mess that Abigail's place was. Sure, yeah, uh, a bit bohemian sort of. Uh, is is he? Um, sorry, Mister Mister Karen. Um, how long have you been in the uh, Mercury Building? Oh, I've been here since the early nineties. Sorry. The McAllister building. Um, and um, have have you noticed any uh, is it any problems with the building? Any un, anything unusual about the building itself? 
No, no, no. There was a New Year's party in 95 that got a little out of hand, but uh, I filed my complaint, and that was the only strange thing that I've noticed. Have, have any other... There are artists who live here, so, the, mm -hmm. you know, there are strange people that, that come and go, but, uh, yeah. Are, are you friendly with any of the other uh, artists? Well, I, I wouldn't quite say friendly, uh, mm. but acquainted. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, do, do you know um, of, of the other tenants, whether they were would be more aware of uh, Mrs. Uh, Wright's movements? Hmm. Well, I do know that Thomas was uh, very friendly with her. Mm -hmm. Saw them together a little bit more than, you know, the typical thing, but I don't think it was a romantic thing in any mm -hmm. way, shape, or form. God, no. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, if anything, she might have been eyeing me a little bit here and there, but, you know, when you're a famous writer, that's kind of what happens. Uh, may I ask what sort of subject matter is your your work? I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with it. I thought you'd said you'd heard of it. Um, Everyone's heard of Night Sea series. It's a best-selling science fiction series. I was on the New York bestsellers list for two weeks. Uh, I, I might have heard of the name, but not not uh, read it myself. So I was wondering, you know, what, what what's your your, your, the thrust of your work were, were you trying to um, uh, is it adventure is it uh, is there a grander scheme involved oh yes yes it's adventure it's uh, you know it's it's about a, a ship of, of adventurers that they go around and you know get involved in all sorts of strange uh, happenings and Mm. You know, uh, adventures, uh, sea adventures, and such. Yeah, mm. fantastic. Well, well, thank you for your for your time. Uh, I don't want to give Mr. too much Karen. away. I think maybe you should buy mm. you should buy my books and read them, and then you'll probably be better acquainted with them. I think I'll try and find Mrs. Wright first. But if I find myself short of time, I'm sure I'll uh, check out your material. Um, okay. So I'm going to uh, continue my investigation. Um, but thank you for your assistance. Yes, always happy to help. All right, Santos, who are you yes. going to be? Uh, okay, let's go okay. see this Luis. Luis Post? Luis. Knock, knock. Coming, coming. Oh. Oh, he opens the door. You look inside uh, and immediately see the the dump, the messy dump, littered with grease-stained pizza boxes and paint containers, dirty clothes. Like, it just, it looks like a really, really messy place. Typical artist place, I guess. Um, huh. Well, how can I help you? Hi, my name is Santos, and I'm with the FBI. See my badge. I want to ask you a few yeah. questions. You, you know, uh, Abigail Wright. I am uh, familiar with her, and I know that she has disappeared. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When did you last see her? Oh, I don't know. I think it was the end of May. Uh huh. 
see. Mm-hmm. Were you were you good friends with her? Well, I'm I'm a very busy artist. Uh, I was not particularly good friends or anything, but I knew her. We all kind of oh. know each other here. Oh, can I see some of your artwork? I'm an art teacher, you know. I used to be. Oh, you're not an art teacher. Oh, interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Come on in. And so when he points you inside, you notice his fingers are stained with India ink. Clearly, he's uh, he's been working hard. Hmm. Okay, so, so I, um, as he takes me in, I'm going to look around, see if there's any sign of anything strange within that mess. Uh, um, so you notice his apartment... The window, the window looks outside onto the street. Uh, it's one of the, it's the only apartment really of the, of the current tenants that has a window that looks right to the, to the outside parking area. Um, but other than that, nothing else. I mean, the place is kind of a mess. And what, what else, what is strewn about on the floor? Uh, pizza boxes and just like, you know, all sorts of painting supplies and stuff. Okay, so well, let's see your arming. I'll happy. I'll happily show them to you. But you're from the FBI. What? Uh, what exactly is the point of your visit? Well, I'm trying to get information about Abigail to see if we can find her. You know, a lot of people miss her. Her daddy miss her. The her friend miss her. Everyone miss her. You don't I'm miss sure her. I do. Uh, not particularly. I oh. again, I was not uh, friends particularly with her, but uh, yeah, that's fine. Here, take a look at some of my better works. And he's got so you notice he has one book of art that's clearly the one he's working on right now. But he grabs the one below it and opens it up and shows it to you. And it's a lot of surreal stuff. Um, you know, think um, think like Salvador Dali type stuff, you know? Mm. What is your, what's your um, alertness? Oh, 70. Okay. You notice some people standing outside, uh, downstairs, outside in the street, by the parking area, kind of talking. It's three three men talking. Okay. Are you looking closer, like looking out the yes. window? Yes, I'm looking out the window. Um, roll, me, roll me a sanity roll. So the way you do that, you roll 100 sided die versus your sanity score, and you have to get below to succeed. Alright, so my sanity, based on my background, has dropped from 85 to 68, so... Oh, crap. 99. <laughs> oh Lisa my wasn't god. 100. Wow, 99. Lisa wasn't 100. <laughs> Get those critical... F- well, it's still a critical failure, so... Um... You're just completely taken aback and shocked. Um, you're gonna lose four points of sanity right now. Um, are you adapted to helplessness? Uh, no. Did that take you down below your breaking point? 
Okay. So mark one check mark off helplessness. And so this is what you see. When you look out the window, there's three men kind of standing outside just talking and kind of going over some paperwork and notes. And you realize it's you guys. It's the three of you standing out there, kind of going over notes and talking. Okay. And then they just kind of like shake their heads like in agreement. Uh, one makes a phone call, one jots down some stuff, and then the three men walk towards the McAllister building. Okay. I'm going to text uh, the, the other agents, Doctor and, and Agent Robert see it to let them know that there may be people that there's people walking in to the building right now see if they could greet them uh, I go go check the nearest window are you guys going downstairs yeah I'm gonna go downstairs right now there are no windows in Abigail's uh, apartment right uh, I'll go downstairs then. um yep yeah, uh there's no one downstairs. What? <laughs> I, I went downstairs too, obviously. I ran out the apartment. I left that guy just yeah, hanging. I, I send a message saying, so where you are you saw guys? somebody? Hey, guys, I saw, I saw three people. They look a lot like us, man. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a trick of the eye because we're in this dark building, but... You know, it was three guys, they were talking, they were looking at some paper. One of them make a phone call. And then they walk into the building. Now there's nobody here. Huh. Maybe Eesh. your eyes are just playing tricks on you. I don't know what's going on. But this guy, Luis, is... is, is a little shady, man. He mm. he's doesn't not want to show me his work. Mm. But let's, I'm going to go back to see him. Okay. I don't wanna be well, keep a your fool eyes open for because... you, baby. Bye, 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 bye. So that's your ringtone. Um, we'll say that's uh, <laughs> Robert Morgan. That's your ringtone. Your phone rings. Baby, bye, bye, bye. You notice it's uh, it's your handler, Marcus, calling. They promptly answer the phone. Agent Morgan Agent Morgan, hey, you're not going to believe this. One of the tenants, um, Thomas Manuel, his parents filed a missing persons report. For who? For Thomas? For Thomas Manuel, yeah. Have you been able to reach him? Yes, we spoke to him yesterday. It should have been. Oh, should have been in the details of my report. That's from last bizarre. Night. That's very bizarre. Yeah, that's that's why I'm calling. I mean, that's it was very strange. They they filed a missing persons report day before yesterday. The day before yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Just thought you should know. I don't know. You may want to look into that. If if you are able to get a hold of him, tell him his parents are looking for him. I guess. Where? I thought it might be a lead, but I guess not. Where are his parents? Do they live in the state, or do they live elsewhere? Yeah, yeah, they live in Long Island. Um, they say they've been trying to get a hold of them. They've, they, uh, the report says that they visited the McAllister building, and he didn't live there anymore, some kind of weird stuff. They visited the building? When did they visit the building? Do you happen to know? 
Well, on the report, it says the week before they filed the report. So they were, huh. So they were here maybe, what, 10 days ago? This is bizarre. Because, yeah, he was, he was definitely here yesterday, but I'll certainly follow up. Is there any other information you wish to relay, Marcus, at this time? No, still looking into things for you guys. Do you guys have anything for me to look into? Yes. Can you look into the King in Yellow? The King in Yellow. Okay. Uh, is it a program-related thing? Or is it uh From my understanding, it's a... It's a book or a play of some kind. I'm not. I'm not positive on the details, given that all of the information online comes from well, less than reputable sources. Yeah. Well, I'll see what I can find. Much appreciated. Is it related to the unnatural, perhaps? It's at the very least re uh, related to the occult in some manner. This, the symbol was found inside the apartment, oh. and apparently is related to this king in yellow. Oh. I see. Well, I'll definitely look into it. Much appreciated. I'll get back to you if I find anything else. Heard that. Over and out. And I hang up. Well, that was an interesting conversation. So... Mr. Manuel's parents, the man that I spoke to yesterday, now speaking to my other two fellow agents, they, his parents filed a missing persons report two days ago. Really? Yeah. According to our handler, anyway. Hmm. When I was speaking to uh, Mr. Karen, he didn't seem to think that anyone else had been missing and mentioned Thomas by name. It's very strange. That is very strange indeed. I'm getting the sneaking suspicion that there's more going on here than we're led to believe. Hmm. Well, what say you? Do you want to go back and see if Thomas is there and follow up? At the very least, we should probably let him know that his parents are worried about him. Yes, I agree. I I want to go back to this Lewis anyway. I want I want to see what he's drawing in his book, mm. and I want to check out his closet. Okay. Yeah. okay I so do. What do you think? Yeah, I I think um we definitely need to look into these closets a bit more. I I neglected to ask Mr. Curran uh, what he thought about um any closets. I was going to ask him about uh, the man in the white briefcase as well. Um, let's. Uh, yeah. This was in the notes for the uh, the closet in Abigail's room. Also, let's find out who the landlord is. Mm. Because, uh, I don't know, she paid him six months in advance, but uh, yeah, rent must be coming up due. That's a good point. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, we could probably contact the PD for that information. Mm-hmm. But why don't we why don't we go ahead and split up and um, Santos? Why don't you go ahead and follow up with Luis and then uh, Christian? Why don't you go ahead and follow me and we'll speak with Thomas again and yeah. see if he's there. Let's do it. Okay, ten thirty in the morning. Um, so we'll start with Santos. You're going back up to Luis' mm -hmm. post. 
Yes, Agent. How may I be of assistance? Hi, Mr. Lewis. I'm sorry I had to run out like that. I had an emergency. You know, sometimes nature calls. You seem pretty shaken up by something. I... Are you okay? Oh, yes, yes. Just, just, you know, a couple months ago I had an accident and I, I didn't want that to happen again. I had to run, take care of it downstairs really quick. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Can I come in again, please? I, I just want to finish our conversation and finish looking at your work because it was so interesting to me. Yeah, come on, come on in. So here's my book again. There's my work. Pretty fantastic, yes? Mm. Oh, and I, I noticed you have something more recent. Can I look at these over here? I'm going to reach for it. That's my work in progress. You're going to reach for it? Yeah. He's going to slowly, like, kind of try and stop you, but not without touching you, you know? Are you still going to reach for it? Yeah. Well, those are still, uh, those are still in the works, so uh, take it with a grain of salt. It's uh, not completed yet. So I'm going to look through it. Anything that stands out? It's blank. Hmm. So you were working on something today or yesterday? Because I noticed your fingers are full of ink. Can I see what you were working working on? on? Well, you have the book in your hand. I said it's not quite uh, finished yet. And it's very interesting work, you know. Uh, I uh... yes. Now, now he grabs it from you and closes in. He says, "Now, if you have no more questions regarding your investigation, I'd like to get back to my work now." Okay. One last thing. Uh, you know, I was reviewing the the architectural drawings for the building and I was uh, I had a few questions because I don't know you know I heard a rumor there's some secret tunnel going through the closet and do you mind if I take a quick look inside inside my closet do you think I have murdered Abigail and put her in my closet no yes you may look into my closet detective or whatever you are Listen, I know you are an artist, you probably, I don't know, hey, you play around with things here and there that help you, give you a higher understanding of the world, you know, for your art. Yeah, that's not what I'm looking for here, you know, that's not what we do here. I, honestly, I just, detective, I, I don't need the excuses. You may look in the closet. I have nothing to hide from you. Okay. Thank you, sir. Okay, anything? And once you're done, I... I'm sure that you'll be done with me and be on your way, correct? Yes, yes. I would just have one more question for you after I look in that closet and uh, hopefully I see what... It's just for my own curiosity, you know? I'm, I'm into a lot of secret passages and and things. Sure. So you look in the closet and uh, there's just clothes and stuff. It's like a normal closet. Check the walls, nothing? Nothing. Knock on them? Nothing, nothing. Okay. Nothing. Mm. Now, um, now you you know, based on your, you know, uh, because you do have an art skill, uh, 
of what's your art skill? Thirty. Thirty. Um, so, you know that um, the book of art is kind of going to be dated from a certain date to a certain date. The one that you first looked through was all the way up through um, March. And then the new one that's blank is since April, and it's blank. Um, and clearly, you know, if he has some kind of a buyer or an agent, to not have that, any any work at all done uh, for several months is probably something that's a bit uh, ineffect ineffective, let's say. Okay. So my last question for you, Mr. Lewis. Uh, your landlord. Do you get along with your landlord? Who's your landlord? Well, we don't have a landlord per se. The The landlord is the company, Art Life. I can give you their address if you'd like. Sure, sure, sure. And while you write that down, uh, you, you, what happened uh, if you don't make your rent, man? Do they give you grace period? You they give you? Well, I'm only asking because I, you know, as a fellow artist, I'm concerned about other artists who struggle, you know. And I, I noticed you, uh, your new work is, it's, it's very interesting. I don't know if you're doing like that, like that musician who does sixty seconds of silence, but your art is uh, very avant-garde, just blank pages. Blank pages, listen to you. You're quite mad, aren't you? Well, I knew there was something somewhat wrong with you, but I didn't expect such accusations from a federal employee. All right, well, I'll give you the address to Art Life, and uh, you may leave now. Okay, well, I appreciate your time, and, uh, and, uh, well, I, I may have other questions for you later, okay? So I'm gonna give you my card here. My phone number, I mean. And you give me a call if you remember anything about uh, uh, Abigail or anything like that, yes, okay? I'm sure I won't. I'm sure I won't. And I don't look forward to it if you do return. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you, Mr. Lewis. You have a great one. All right. So um, the other two, uh, you guys were headed where? We went to check on Thomas. All right, so Thomas Manuel, um, hey, welcome back. Have you talked to your parents recently? What can I help you with? What? My parents? Oh, yeah, I, I think I talked to them. I don't know. Uh, shoot, when was the last time I talked to them? Uh, huh. Well, that's curious. I, I think maybe a couple weeks ago, something like that. Very strange. Just recently re received a call that a missing persons report had been filed by your parents. Oh, claiming a that missing you had been persons missing report. <laughs> They're so wild. My parents can be so worrisome. You know how parents get. Why would they file a missing persons report? I'm not particularly sure, but would you mind doing me a favor and giving them a call real quick? Just let them know you're okay. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, hmm. 
me. So he starts looking around. Huh. Well, I seem to have misplaced my phone. I'll give him a call. Don't worry. Take care of that. As soon as possible, make sure they're okay. I'll let him use my phone. Um, so he, he dials home. See if I remember the number. Um, oh, what, what's their number? Uh, so he like dials part of the number and then can't seem to remember the rest of the phone number. Having a hard time there? You know, it's, it's strange. You know how like you nowadays you just hit the name of the person and the cell phone no one remembers anybody's number, right? I, I can't remember the last four digits. Shall we, um, shall we call Marcus, see if he's got the number? So um, I'll just give you a little pointer here. Um, you guys have some computer skills, and mm -hmm. it doesn't take much to be able to find a phone number. So you mm -hmm. probably don't want to use a resource of, you know, a contact for something like that. Uh, right. If, if one of you guys have a, has a computer skill high enough. Okay. I have a computer science of 40. That should be sufficient. Okay. All right. Well, while so he's trying able to, to remember, find the phone I'm just going to whip out my phone, I guess, and just look up the name of his parents and what were their names? Your parents. My parents' names? Mm. Oh, um, mom and mom and dad. Uh, oh shoot. Uh, I always call them mom and dad. You never um, called you. You're a full-grown adult, and you never called your parents by their real names. <laughs> yeah, the Manuals, Mister and Missus Manual. <laughs> Gio's laughing because when I was a kid that ha that actually happened to me a teacher asked me what my mom's name was and I I, I didn't know what to say I'm like mom <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny and I was so embarrassing it was so embar it was like an elementary school and I'm, I'm, oh I'm that's like, really my funny mom's name. it's just mom <laughs> yeah <laughs> the most important name um um yeah so uh Mr. And, and Mrs. Manuel, I do remember their names. Yeah. Do you yeah, remember where they live? Um, I know they live close. Uh, shoot, isn't this the funniest thing? Can I use uh, my human my human's intelligence to kind of gauge um, where he's at mentally? Yeah, he's he's baffled by the fact that he can't remember where they live mm -hmm. or their first names. Um, but uh, but you do find the phone number if you want to call them up. Sure. Yeah, I'll I'll dial it. Are you putting it on speaker or letting him talk to them? I'm gonna put it on speaker. And I'm just gonna hold the phone in between the three of us. Hello. Yes. I gesture the phone towards his direction. Um, say something. Who's this? Who's this? Um, hello? Wait, Thomas? Thomas, is that you? Yeah, that's me. Who's this? Thomas, you're alive. It's your mother. Thomas. Oh, Thomas. Thomas, it's, it's dad. Where are you? Where are you, son? What's this number you're calling from? 
Are you guys uh, jumping in at all or no? Not at this point. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm where I was. What, what's the matter with you? What's going on? What's the matter? We, we haven't been able to reach you by phone. Yeah, I, I think I, uh, I can't find my phone. I don't know. I don't know where I put it. For, for weeks and, and weeks and we went by there. We went by the building. We knocked on your door and, and a man, a man in a suit with, with white shoes and a, and a big gray dog answered wait, the door. Wait, 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 wait. Did said, you just say a man in a suit with white shoes? Who's this? Who are you with, Thomas? I take the what phone. have you gotten yourself into? I take the phone off speaker, and I step out of the hallway, and I continue the conversation. Who's this? Who this is is not important. What, what I need from you right now is for you to answer me as clearly and as concisely as you can. Do you understand? Yes. Yes, I understand. Oh, my God. Arthur... Arthur, I think they've kidnapped Thomas. Yes, we understand. Okay. Wait, I need you to first calm down. I have not kidnapped your son. We are in the building. We are in the McAllister building. And he is alright. But, what I need you to do... You hear her whispering. Get the car going. They're in the building. Mm-hmm. Who? Go ahead. Is this man in the suit and the white shoes? Do you happen to know any physical characteristics or a name or anything that can help me lead to this person? He was a he was a tall man with a, a business a, a gray business suit and white shoes, and he had the the suit was like a, a pinstripe, like the kind they wear in the. In the twenties and the thirties, he he had a big great dog with him, and, and he said Thomas doesn't live there anymore. Are you saying Thomas is there now? I am. Yes. Um, you um, hear the phone getting rustled, and off, keys, you hear keys in the background. You're hanging just, up. Uh, <laughs> judging by the area code, am I able to know where uh, where I'm calling? They're in Long Island. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, sorry, you said that already. Okay, so I hear I hear them rustling around keys. Keys, and then, like, the phone rustles, and then you hear a man. Um, this is Thomas's dad, Arthur. Who are you? What's going on with my son? Mr. Manuel, this is Robert Morgan of the FBI. We're here... We're here at the McAllister Hotel oh, investigating a missing persons report. Oh, God, it's the FBI. Uh, oh, oh, you have no idea how much better that makes me feel. I thought this might be a kidnapper or something. I apologize for my lack of... Oh, oh, thank goodness, it's the FBI. You found our Thomas. I believe so, but would you mind just coming to the building and confirming that we've found your son? Yes, we're on our way right now. Perfect. We'll see you soon. It's gonna, it's gonna take. Phone? Yeah, it's gonna take a little time to get there from from Long Island, but they're on their way. Okay, I'm assuming what, like a couple hours, depending on traffic. Yeah. Okay. Well, that gives us some time then. Uh, is, is there any um 
because I'm in the room with uh, with Thomas. Is there any calendar in the room or anything? No. No. So I asked Thomas when the last time... He, we already know he spoke with his parents a while ago. Mm -hmm. um, I'll ask Thomas. Thomas, do, do you have you um, heard anything, or any other residents or Abigail talking about closets? Mm, no. no, no, not at all. No. And have you ever met uh, a man with white shoes and a grey dog in a pinstripe suit? Mm, no, I don't. I don't think so. People still wear pinstripe suits. Um, not normally, but yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Um, and does um, the phrase "roses in butter" mean anything to you? Uh, good smells, both of them. Yeah, in different uh, ways. Um, what about a man with a white briefcase? Mm, no, no, not at all. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> um, so, uh, I think um, Robert's just talking with your parents. Uh, I suspect they might be on their way to find you. Uh, see you soon. Um, I'm just going to see what uh, Robert's doing outside. Okay. All right, I'll be here doing my work. Very weird. Hmm. So, do you find anything useful? Um, no, uh, I did ask uh, Thomas a few extra questions about what we found in uh, Abigail's room. Um, he doesn't seem to know anything about closets um, or man with a white briefcase or white shoes. Um, this is all very strange. Mm. Yes, I agree. Well, perhaps Santos found something in his investigation of Mr. Post, so let's let's coordinate with him and see... Santos. Okay, so we're meeting up. Yeah. Okay, so something very strange, man. I don't know if my mind is playing tricks on me, but this guy, his hands were full of ink, and he said he was working on something when he showed me his his book of works. It was blank. Hmm. I don't know what's going on, man. And I check his closet. His closet is fine. Okay. That's not where the secret entrance is. Hmm. Okay. Um, sh should we uh, check Abigail's closet in a bit more detail? I didn't want to check it too much uh, uh, when it was getting late uh, yesterday. I think that's a good idea. Let's go check it out. So I, I, we go back into Abigail. So the three of you are putting. Yeah, while you guys do that, I'm actually going to okay. make a phone call to the landlord. All right, so we'll go to the next block. Um, we'll make this a one-hour block because um, the parents will arrive in this block. 
So you guys search. We'll start with the search. Um, you find, uh, between the two of you, you're looking in the closet, and you find a page, like a full page, taped to the to the wall of the closet. And it is, I'm going to send you uh, an image of, of what it is. It's very curious. And I'm uploading the photo now. So this is what you find. It looks like a page from a play. Uh, there's, there, by the way, it's moving forward. Before before you guys start moving forward, uh, there will be a lot of foul language. So anyone sensitive to foul language, the rest of this adventure will probably contain quite a bit of triggering language and uh, topics. You've been warned. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll read it out of character. Scene. The smoking lounge, a large parlor on the fourth floor. In the room are the dog, Thomas, and Michelle. Enter Mark Rourke. Mark. Abigail is gone. She moved upstairs today. Thomas. And? Mark. I miss the kid. Michelle. Her dad, that pig, came around. She doesn't like you, Mark. No one likes you. Anyway, she ran off with that salesman. Everyone knows it. Mark. Fuck you, you cunt. Editor's note. There's a visual handout here, which I've created an abstract. Thomas. Come on, guys. Come on. The dog barks. Someone is heard coming up the steps. A loud racket reverberating up and down the staircase. Mark. Who is that? Everyone stops to listen. Michelle. Who could be down there? Who is that? Mark steps to the doorway and leans to look down the stairs. Mark. Hello? Hello? Enter FBI agents. The agents seem to be finding more bizarre occurrences as they are getting deeper and deeper into their investigation of the disappearance of Abigail Wright. What more will they uncover? Find out next time in part two of our Delta Green game of Dennis Detwiller's Night Floors. Starring Solar J as Dr. Markov, Giovanni C. as Agent Santos, and Nate as Agent Robert Morgan. I am Innkeeper Vase Odin, and thank you for listening to the Great Old Ones Gaming Podcast. Until next time.